Welcome back to part two of three on habits. Hi, my name is Samra Abuselby, the host of Super Awesome You on the Super Awesome Mix Podcast Network. A special thank you to those who left a five-star review and rating. It means a lot. If you haven't yet already, please take a moment to do so. It means a lot to me, as I just mentioned, and it also helps other people who stumble upon the page feel encouraged to hit play. And hopefully as they pursue their own goals and achieve their own goals, you know, we spread a little joy and positivity in the world, and I think we could all use that. So part two of habits. Last week, we started talking about the whole science of habit and basically that we are a collection of habits from start to finish in our day. We tend to do things often automatically. And I think one of the best ways to start a new habit or end an existing poor habit that you don't like is to kind of interrupt it with a little bit of mindfulness of asking yourself, wait, why am I doing what, am I, what I'm doing? And what am I actually getting out of this? So I'm going to use the toothpaste example that we talked about last week. We brush our teeth often with toothpaste, and usually it's mint flavored or something really nice and refreshing. We talked about how a marketer basically came up with that idea in order to sell more toothpaste and build it into a habit that we do at least once a day, often twice a day. The reward in that habit loop is the sense of having a nice, clean, refreshed mouth. And so then when you think about other products that kind of came into existence that we typically use, think about like a chewable mint or a gum or, you know, refreshing mint based drink or something to where you're getting almost the same reward, which is that feeling of like a nice, refreshed, clean taste in your mouth, but you're not taking the same action. You know, whenever I chew a piece of gum, I am getting the benefit of getting that nice minty, fresh taste, especially if obviously the gum is like a peppermint or something minty, but I wasn't brushing my teeth to get at that. So gum kind of came into existence, became very popular because it tapped into an existing habit routine where people feel like, oh, I don't like how my mouth tastes right now. Let me chew some gum. Great. Now I've got that minty, fresh feeling. Awesome. It taps into an existing reward and, and cue system, uh, an existing habit system. And it's a lot easier for you then to pick up gum chewing. Marketers absolutely love this and they use this all the time. They try to hook into something you're already doing, but then kind of insert their product or insert their process. So knowing that marketers and companies are doing this kind of all the time to sell us their products, then why can't we be doing this for ourselves? We absolutely can. So going to the example that I talked about last week about the iced coffee run I would do every single day at two o'clock in the afternoon, the cue was that it was, it was around two o'clock. The cue also could have been that, you know, I just felt kind of bored, but often it's like the cue was around two o'clock and I was in the office. The action I took was I would leave the office, go buy a nice coffee, maybe go for a walk. And the reward I got was the coffee and possibly even the walk. So I really needed to ask myself in that example, like, what was I really getting from that two o'clock habit? Was it truly the coffee? Was it the walk outside? Was it all of those things together? Was it the fact that I didn't have anything to do and I felt bored and I just wanted something to do? Those are the types of questions I started to ask myself. And then I can experiment with those going forward. And then one of the best ways to experiment with habits and habit replacement is to kind of set a plan. I could set a plan that at around two o'clock, rather than going and buying an iced coffee, maybe I just make an iced coffee in the office. Maybe it really is just about having a caffeinated drink around that time, and maybe specifically a caffeinated coffee drink. So I could set a plan where I said, great, at two o'clock every single day, I'm not going to leave the office. I'm actually just going to make an iced coffee here and drink that. 
and see, do I still have that urge after it's done to basically go out and buy one instead? And I could try that for a week, maybe two, maybe even three weeks and kind of test the results. Once I'm finished with the iced coffee, am I still kind of craving that exit? Do I still want to go out there? And definitely give yourself some time and take notes and see how you feel as you're doing this, even if it's just like a quick little note in your iPhone or your, your Android, whatever device you have. And pay attention to if it's working or not, because maybe after a week or two, you're like, yeah, actually, I don't miss getting the iced coffee at all outside. And here I am saving all this money now. It really was just about having a coffee drink. Or maybe you're realizing, nope, even after I finish it, I still really have that urge to go outside. And so maybe you learn that, in fact, the two o'clock break wasn't so much about buying coffee. It was the fact that you got to leave the office and go for a walk outside. So maybe then for next week or two, you try to just go for a walk and you don't actually buy anything on that walk and see how you feel about that. So I think you're getting the, the point here, which is that after you've kind of identified a habit loop, again, let's use the example, a habit loop that you want to stop. Then you need to start asking yourself questions of like, what am I getting out of it? That's how we ended last week's episode. And try to kind of come up with all the possible things that you're getting out of this habit. What are the rewards that you're seeking? What is the minty fresh feeling, you know, in the toothpaste example? And then start to kind of replace them in a very scientific way of you really only want to try to change like one variable at a time because you don't want it to be too noisy. So in my example, you know, I first just tried to replace only the coffee with a cheaper alternative. Like I'm only getting coffee in the office, which is free. And let me see if that changed the habit or not. Then I'm changing only the habit of buying the coffee outside, but I'm still going outside. See if that changes it or not. And then you can kind of mix and match because maybe the magic solution was that I make a nice coffee in the office, but then I go for a walk with it. Maybe that's actually the happy place where I ended up. So you start to kind of attack the habit and take notes and really try to understand how you're feeling, what's working for you, and are the cravings going away? And are you successfully replacing the habit? That is a really powerful kind of way to, to hack your brain in a way to understand, again, what was your real motivation behind doing the thing that you're doing? And then are there replacement activities that you can put in instead that help you, you know, reach your goal of maybe not spending $7 every single day on a, on a large iced coffee or however much they cost. And trust me, the cost keeps going up here in New York. They are so expensive. It's a very good habit to try to break. Now, let me use an example where you're trying to start a habit. and It'll be very similar. But let's imagine that instead of me going out every single day too, I never went out and I never left my desk. And I thought, well, you know what? I want to get more steps every single day. So I want to create a habit where once it's two o'clock, you know, I usually don't have any meetings. I want to go for a walk. You can use the time-based cue. So you can set a reminder on your phone or your work calendar that says, you know, go for a walk for 15 minutes. It's going to pop up and alert you. And that's your plan. Every single day at two, when you have that calendar alert, you stand up out of your desk and you go for a walk outside your office and you come back. Even if it's just a you know quick little five-minute walk and then you come back to your desk. You are then, because you're doing this every single day over a course of time, those things that fire together, wire together. So now every single time it's two o'clock and you get that ding on your phone, immediately your body's going to start to kind of automatically respond to say, cool, time for a walk. And then you start to get to a point where you're not even thinking about it anymore and it just becomes a new thing that is part of your day. And you could get to the point where you might not even need to create the calendar invite anymore because 
all of a sudden it's like your body just knows two o'clock hits or it's around that time in the afternoon and you just feel this sudden urge to get up and go for a walk. Now you've created a new habit. And what you're doing there is like you have the time-based cue and it could be a notification-based cue as well. Then you've got the routine, which is you stand up out of your desk and you go for a walk. And then the reward is that little nice break in your day where you're moving your legs, you're feeling comfortable, you're getting some fresh air outside, and then you come back to your desk and maybe you feel a little bit more refreshed and picked up for the rest of your afternoon. So part two is really just about asking yourself those right questions about what is it that you're actually seeking. And then two, creating a plan for yourself on are you going to replace existing habit behaviors or are you going to start new ones? And then three is just executing it for long enough to where you can kind of get more data on is this working or not. And that's where I really think the note taking helps a lot because it solidifies your understanding of whether or not it's working. It puts kind of pen to paper and it goes from just being these like scrambled thoughts in your head to you literally writing out the words of, I didn't buy an iced coffee today and I feel okay with that. Or I only went for a walk today without buying it and I really miss that iced coffee. Like it didn't feel good enough and you do it long enough and you see, is that really the pattern? And in fact, maybe you end up just realizing, yep, it really is just about going and buying an iced coffee. And then you could experiment with, maybe I just need a cheaper iced coffee. Maybe it doesn't have to be the most expensive one. And you see where you can keep going with this. Like the, the kind of optimization is endless if, if it really matters to you. So that is part two of habits. I'm actually not going to pick another song this week because I still think Breaking the Habit is such an appropriate song for this little three-part series. I hope you love that song as much as I do. I certainly have been listening to it a whole lot. If you aren't also a listener of the show Super Awesome Mix, we recently mentioned a song there talking about habits as well, where Matt, my co-host on that show, mentioned what a great pick it would be. And if you are curious, even though it's not going to officially make this playlist, it's called Old Habits Die Hard by Mick Jagger and Dave Stewart. So that is the unofficial song of the week for this week. However, like I mentioned, I'm not going to add it to the official Super Awesome You playlist, which you can find on Spotify. The links are in the show notes. So until next Tuesday, have a wonderful week.